My name is Birdie and I'm a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. My name is Robert, and I'm an energy worker. That means I'm in tune with the flow of energies that surround us. I'm immersing myself in the paranormal to discover where my path will take me. Welcome to our Spirit Diaries. Welcome to the Spirit Diaries. My name is Bertie. And I'm Robert. And we are your host of this podcast, sharing stories about our very spooky paranormal life. And the weird <laughs> things that happen to us. <laughs> oh, man. So I do want to say earlier today, I seen that we have reviews on Spotify. I know. You sent me the screenshot <laughs> and I was immediately like, whose stats are those? I know. So we we genuinely did not think we had any reviews. Nope. Today, I was looking at our podcast from my personal Spotify account, and it didn't show us reviews on like our end Mm -hmm. of it. But when I looked at it as um, an outside person not logged in as our podcast, I had seen we had 69 reviews and we have an average of a 4.7 and I'm so excited. That's like my college GPA. (laughs) 4.7? I was a genius. (laughs) I had really good grades, trust me. (laughs) Oh, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> that could be a high school GPA though, right? Because of rounding up, but it couldn't be a college GPA. I mean, I did extracurriculars. You don't know. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Anyways, we are so excited because we know we've had some really good interactions with a few of you. Of course, we have a few patrons and you all have been amazing in supporting this journey. We've talked to a bunch of you on Instagram, on Twitter. So we've had a lot of great interaction, but overall... I, I didn't think people really liked our podcast. Not to that extent. <laughs> I thought we were kind of doing this for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I knew there was a few people who like were enjoying the story. So that was worth it to me to get, do this whole thing. But realizing that 69 of you have taken time out of your day to leave a review. That was so cool. And we talk about this because we have on Apple Podcasts, we only have one review. Yeah. And it's a one star. <laughs> and the review is meh, expected more. <laughs> part of me is like what what were you like what more would you did you want you know to be fair i thought our lives were like a little bit wild but they must have the best paranormal story i guess so or like they were expecting just something spectacular and i just i guess we just we just let them down so no i i have sort of had this feeling that we've been a really subpar podcast i know starting off we knew nothing about podcasting Mm -hmm. i still feel like we know nearly nothing about podcasting yeah yeah i guess so (laughs) and i know our formula is a little weird we're not like really great with you know all this like audio magic or storytelling it's very raw but i when i started this that was the whole point Mm -hmm. so i just want to say thank you all for reviewing honestly i've that turned around my week i've been having a really bad week Mm -hmm. uh with everything happening in the world it's been incredibly depressing um and that was just beautiful i i'm so grateful yeah no we definitely appreciate it and we appreciate all the the 
just comments and messages. I mean, we read all of you guys' messages, all of the comments, all of the retweets, whatever you tweeted us. So uh, we love that you guys are interacting with us and reaching out because we started this (laughs) thinking we were going to talk to ourselves and ended up talking to a bunch of cool people all the time. Right? And I think that's just been the coolest thing so far. Right? I know. (laughs) Like this genuinely started off by me talking to myself. And I can't believe that we are in a place now to where we're like actually involved in a really amazing community right (laughs) so we have some stories for you today and um uh i guess before we say that i know we're gushing over this this i i just can't express what a big deal this was but um in our etsy shop i have made a new blend of incense it's called hearth and it smells so good it does smell really good we've had them burning in our house like almost every single night (laughs) i know it's so good i'm obsessed and i also have a drawing i did of a uh, starting to channel a spirit in there and more information about that drawing will come up with her first episode mm-hmm. as well as another drawing um and some uh polaroids from our investigations will be in our shop so uh stay tuned for when that episode drops episode one comes out august 5th and we are getting so close it is just nearly a month away mm-hmm I'm, I'm it's getting really close like <laughs> i feel like we were like several months out and we were like it's like right around the corner i'm so scared and what's so cool is i feel like i'm with all of you who are listening because i didn't get to go on the tour i seen the location for a very small amount of time because i was blindfolded for a lot of it so watching the episode for me i think is going to be as magical as it is for you all watching because there's so many rooms I didn't even get to see and there's so many things that I didn't know until I watched our Mm -hmm. final episode. So a lot of this was really exciting and even watching my reading, a lot of things we didn't even realize until after we came home and started doing research. Yeah. So I feel like this is a bunch of discovery with you all. And I'm totally convinced that you all are going to find even more connections that we've completely missed. Yeah. And when you mentioned the research, it's like I did the research before going to all of these places. Oh, of course. And then I feel like I doubled down with the tours. And then it's like the things that you were getting was <laughs> something that it was, it was, it was kind of a situation where we were researching things based off of what you were getting. And that was how we found out about those things. It's like, I didn't find those in my research or in the um, walkthrough of the tour. It's like, these were things that I was able to learn through you and we were able to find because of you. So that was really cool. It is cool. And it was fun really researching some of the history of these places. I will say a few of the places we've gone to are a little bit well known. Mm -hmm. Some are completely new to where I don't think maybe even a few YouTube teams have visited. So, I mean, some of them are real, real, real small and not well-known at all. So it was cool actually learning about the history of these places. And then I got to, for the first time ever, watch some paranormal TV because I pretty much stay away from it. And of course, when we decided we wanted to film a season several, several years ago, I sort of stopped watching it because 
if we ever did have the chance to go, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be biased because my main thing is I just don't want to know. So it has been so fun to see the locations <laughs> we've gone to right. and then watching all these other teams. I have been binge watching TV shows and YouTube channels and all of these paranormal teams have research on these places and go. And what's so exciting is how the information completely lines up with what we got and I think it's fascinating because I was completely in the dark and some of the things I pick up on correlates with other people's experiences so I just there's so much to learn about the paranormal and especially if we all somehow work together and share our evidence with each other I think we can discover something great yeah I completely agree I mean the whole thing with this field is it's not a million teams competing against each other no it's like we're, we're family. all we're all working in the same direction we're all doing the same thing we're yes. all trying to learn and and discover so i mean we are super happy when we get to interact with other teams or they reach out to us on twitter or yeah, message us or whatever it's like that's really <laughs> cool because i mean we enjoy talking to other people who enjoy talking about the things we do. Yeah, we have been uh, communicating with another team who's gone to one of these locations and the experiences there are off the charts. Yeah. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I I just, I can't wait. I'm excited. I will stop gushing over all these amazing things coming. And let's, let's tell some spooky stories. Let's do it. So at this time, I was pretty much accepting that I was a medium. Mm-hmm. I I mean, after doing a few readings, I, I was feeling more comfortable with myself than I had ever felt before. I started trusting that I couldn't explain what was happening, but somehow it kept correlating. Yeah, you stopped doubting yourself a lot. So it was really cool. I, I feel like that was probably the best spot of mediumship I've been in. I mean, even now, I still have so much moments of doubt. Um, but then I I feel like that was the one time I really let go of everything and was just all in. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, at this time, I was still getting really, really sick. And I couldn't explain what was happening. I was having incredible amounts of pain. I was getting dizzy. I was passing out in places. And sometimes it was correlated with spirit. Sometimes it got worse around spirit. So I wasn't sure what the heck was going on. But this is something that I had been dealing with for years and years and years. And I know I've mentioned this in the stories before that I had this like questionable sickness that was happening. And it was just something that I, yet again, was visiting every specialist in the book to see what was going on. Yeah, we were getting bounced around from one specialist to another when one of them cleared and was like, I'm not sure. I'm going to send you over here to check this different system or I'm going to send you over here to have this checked as well. And it's like we were just going (laughs) doctor to doctor to doctor, specialist to specialist. And because they weren't finding anything, I decided to start doing research of my own because I thought, you know what? I'm paying for all these medical tests. I didn't have insurance, so it was all incredibly expensive. And I decided to see maybe if it was my psychicness, you know? So I was uh, recommended to get an EEG, uh, which is a scan of your brain. And I decided that in that moment, I was going to connect to spirit 
and see what happened because I wanted to figure out what was wrong with me. I was incredibly sick. It was starting to affect me working. Um, I was having trouble in the workplace and it was just something that had been like the sickness was like haunting me forever and I just couldn't figure out what it was. Doctors could never find anything. So when they were like, oh, you're going to get a brain scan. I'm like, great. I'm going to utilize this opportunity. <laughs> and I remember it was so weird because we went and they just started like they had all these little leads that were like <laughs> that nasty glue. And they like stuck them all through Birdie's hair. Yeah. And like they were like lining her scalp like a helmet. Yeah. And they were like down your neck as well. And I just you looked like you were like a cyborg or something <laughs> laying there. So the technician had hooked me up and he walked out of the room and he's like, you know, just stay here for 30 minutes. I'll be back. Um, just chill. You know, don't do anything out of the ordinary. And I'm like, right. <laughs> I won't do anything at all. Got you. Um, so he's like, yeah, just relax and uh, we'll come back in a half hour. And uh, they were actively monitoring it. So I had given it 10 minutes of me just sitting there. Mm hmm. And then I decided, okay, now I'm going to connect and see what happens. So I connected to spirit. Um, it's really weird. What I what do I mean when I say connect to spirit? Uh, do you know how to describe it? You kind of like open yourself up. Like it's kind of like, I mean, the way you've described it to me in the past is like just opening yourself up to like the universe, the universe and yeah. like the energies around you just kind of like accepting there's, whatever comes through there's this weird switch in my brain that like when I connect I flip it and then I'm connected and then I can flip it off mm -hmm. and I mean I did this earlier we were playing rock paper scissors to make a decision and I flipped it on and got the answer I needed to and then flipped it off and you noticed I knew she was what she was doing so <laughs> I just, the easiest way if you're, if you're dealing with a situation like this is just imagine the thing that you don't want them to see. I mean, the, sorry, let me rephrase. Imagine the thing that you want them to see in your head. This is psychological warfare at this point in time. <laughs> so I knew that Brady was going to be paying attention. So I just kept saying the word scissors in my head and I pictured a, a pair of scissors and I just looked You're at Birdie rotten. and kept picturing scissors. And you know what? She picked rock. And she done messed up. Because I was like, I knew that was coming. Paper. Rotten, rotten, <laughs> rotten, rotten. He sabotaged my own psychic. But anyways, there's this switch I have to where you can just tap in. And a lot of people, I think, reach the same mental state when they meditate. Mm -hmm. um, I don't meditate. I've tried meditating. It just doesn't work for me. Um, but I can get there like quick just just because I, I don't know it's happened it happens mm -hmm. so anyways I'm like okay flip this on connecting to spirit um nothing in general like there was not really too many people there it was a hospital hospitals are really busy uh but uh, in this room there was you know nothing too much going on so I was just like okay you know if anybody wants to talk to me, come talk to me. And there was like a few stuff, whatever, but nothing like major noteworthy to share. So I let that happen for a few minutes and then I closed off and then I uh, 
just sat there for the remainder like 10 minutes mm-hmm. because I didn't want to screw up the whole EEG just in case there was something wrong. Right. I just, I didn't want to test in the middle to see. And uh, the guy comes back in the room and he looks at you and he looks at me and he's like, did you have a nice nap? And we're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Cause I was sitting there in the room and I'm like, she didn't go to sleep. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He's like, you must have not noticed that you nodded off. He's like, because you fell asleep for a while in the middle. It's like, now, if anyone knows Birdie, if a fly farts within a three mile <laughs> radius of her sleeping, she's like, ding. And it takes so much just quiet and just a million variables to make sure that she can fall asleep. And she's not actually asleep. She's no. just like mildly unconscious but like i don't think i've ever slept (laughs) like if i get up to use the restroom or i get up to refill water or something in the night she pops up and (laughs) it's just like what you doing (laughs) like the lightest sleeper and the hardest person to fall asleep yeah there's no way i i was never the person who could sleep in a public place i never have like i can barely sleep in my bed so i and i mean we were looking at each other the entire time Mm -hmm. we knew i was awake i didn't even close my eyes no so I'm like, what do you mean? Can you explain this to me? <laughs> like, tell me. And he's like, oh, he's like, your brainwave showed that you were in REM, which is the first stage mm-hmm. of sleep, that like dream-like state. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I guess I must have fallen asleep. And I look at you and I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> what does this mean? So that was incredible because while I'm awake, I was going into different brainwave states. So my brainwaves actually are changing Mm -hmm. when I'm communicating with spirit. Oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever because everybody's like, oh, where's the science? There, hook up mediums to EEGs if you're a scientist and have them do readings because my brainwaves changed and I know I'm not the only one. Like this has to be a norm for people Mm -hmm. who can connect. And as you're learning to connect, I bet you people can learn how to connect easier. If like we had the science behind it of like, put yourself in this mental state. Mm -hmm. It was so cool. I felt so cool. I was like, I felt like I finally had an answer and it was more validation of like something is physically happening with my body when I connect. So that was cool. It was very cool. (laughs) But anyways, I was still dealing with the sickness. They had no idea. Aside from that, my EEG was totally normal. And of course, they didn't think that was abnormal. They just were fighting me on the fact that I actually did go to sleep. Um, So I didn't fight them too much. I wasn't in the mood to be like, yeah, I speak to dead people. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) I'm like, yeah, you're right. I must have fallen asleep. Good job, Doc. Um, So... (laughs) I still was trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And it turns out I have a bunch of chronic illnesses. Um, And yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So uh, one of the things I do want to say about mediums is I started researching uh, mediumship and chronic illnesses. Because at this point, I was highly interested in the science behind why uh, some people are born with mediumship. Some people gain access to mediumship after some sort of event some people learn how to be mediums it's it's fascinating how many different routes you can take to Mm -hmm. get to the same place um but for me i was born this way Mm -hmm. i was born (laughs) and for you i feel like it's almost like you know you hear people have like all these different things that could potentially have been triggers and you have like 
numerous things that could have been triggers. Oh yeah, it's like a near death experience. Got it <laughs> multiple times. Well, and then we found out that when I was a baby, I don't know if we shared this in the podcast yet, where I said like I was born dying. Mm-hmm. We found out that I actually died yeah. when I was an infant, right mm-hmm. after birth. I had died for what did my mom few say? Minutes. A few minutes. Yeah, and they resuscitated and then they resuscitated you. me. So I have died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you almost died again. I know. It's like, and then you have the chronic illness. Illnesses. Illnesses. I'm collecting them like Pokemon cards. (laughs) Come on now. And it's like, I just, I don't know if these are all just like little boosters of the reason that you're like on multiple planes of like existence. Yeah. And what's so funny is when I was getting all these tests done to find out that I had these illnesses is, um, (laughs) this one time they were taking my blood pressure and I notoriously have like zero blood pressure and lots of sarcasm and uh the nurse was taking my blood pressure and she couldn't get it at all and they sent another nurse in and she couldn't get it before you before we knew it there was how many nurses like three to five yeah i think it was like three or four three or four nurses um in the room that were like baffled over the fact that I was before them without blood pressure. They legitimately were panicking. They were on the phone with the hospital because they're like, we don't understand how this girl is sitting here talking to us without a blood pressure. And I very calmly looked at them and I said, well, I guess it's time to tell you all I'm a vampire. (laughs) And (laughs) like... Like the deadpan delivery and like, <laughs> like you weren't feeling well. So you were already like semi ashen, like pale and your eyes were dark. And this woman was within like, I would say two feet of you because she was up close. And I've never seen someone's eyes get so wide so quickly. It just looked like she she deer in fainted. headlights. Like her eyes just got big and she just looked at Birdie like, just it, the, she stopped moving. Her hand stopped moving, and she just like looked at you. Oh my gosh! And you were like, "She's joking." I, that's how I was like, "She's joking." She's like, "Oh, okay, haha." And then she walked out of the room. I don't think we seen her again we until we, like we left, and she didn't come back in the room. Well, and the funniest part is they were supposed to charge me because we didn't have medical insurance. They were supposed to charge me, and I never got a bill. They didn't charge you them. because they could not take your blood pressure. Like, like they were gonna charge, and they're like, "Well, since we could not take your blood pressure." can't charge you for it oh it's so funny i ended up at the hospital after that because they're like you need help they sent us to the hospital they're like you need to go to the hospital now and i was like taking her here we go so anyways um i was doing research about chronic illnesses and mediumship and guess what most mediums have chronic illnesses what the heck it's almost like in my interpretation like a payment or like a sacrifice or something yeah like... like in order to connect to the other side you have to be half dead mm-hmm. and it's horrible i hate having chronic illnesses it's horrific like i hate it it's been the worst part of life but there is multiple scientific studies done on sensitivity and chronic illnesses so i don't know what are your thoughts about chronic illnesses and mediumship being connected 
I mean, I can't speak for everyone's experience, but I feel like a lot of the different people that you've spoken to Mm -hmm. or run into or just learn their stories, that has kind of been the general consensus. Like everyone has either some sort of of chronic illness or near-death experience or they did die. And it's like, but chronic illness tends to sit with everyone I'll say most people. Yeah, most people. Yeah, I'm sure I can't there's exceptions, for of, course. of course. But I mean, that seems to be a general consensus. Like, what is the trade-off? Like, is it like, is the chronic illness caused by your ability? Or is right. it like the trade-off? Like, like you're, you're good at one skill, but like kind of lacking in another. It's and that so skill scary. is mediumship for life. Like... It's just, it's a very strange thing to think about. Yeah, and you hear, I mean, mediums die mm-hmm. from chronic illnesses, like, a lot. And what's interesting is, like, I had the heart problem at birth, and a lot of mediums have the heart problems. Mm-hmm. Or, like, uh, you know, a lot of my other chronic illnesses are shared between mediums. Mm-hmm. And it's strange and scary because Mm I and you guys will even see this in the season like when I connect it takes a physical toll on my body you can see the physicality of the toll it takes on you and the longer you connect the more effect you start to have yeah It, it starts to have on you yeah it's it's wild but I, I know I know so many skeptics out there want to know the science, and I did too. I'm, I'm still a skeptic. Every time I watch our evidence back, I'm like, how is this real? So I, I just, I understand it, and I, I wanted answers for so long, and I think the answers are there. I just don't think we're looking in the right places, and I think the people that have looked in the right places have been dismissed. Mm-hmm. And I, I will try and find this journal article again, but it even was talking about people with like seasonal allergies and stuff are even more sensitive on all these studies. And it's like, it just, the more you ramp up the illness, Mm -hmm. the more it seems like your sensitivity grows, at least according to this one study. Right. It's just strange. It's very strange. So let me know if you guys have any thoughts about the EEG. I think... Other mediums have tried it. I, I'll have to look and see if there's any mediums who did a reading well hooked up to an EEG. But I think if you have access to an EEG, I think you should pair up with a medium in your community. <laughs> and run, if you guys have access, like that would be fantastic. Or any paranormal investigators that are also a nurse, you know, that would be a great study for you all to get into. Or if you're in university studying a research project, um, that is cool. And also the chronic illness and people who, you know, claim to be mediums. That That's so interesting to me. And I, I just think there's so much, there's something to this that we just don't know yet. And maybe it's there. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. So let us know on Twitter. And... I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Spirit Diaries. Mm-hmm.